what's going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky Wines, that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Tupac. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with the mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's Sad Entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You're dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you wrong. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt because gospel is what it's all about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off in normal fashion. And our normal fashion is this. We're going to come out of Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. In 2023, God has some plans for you. It's not anything destructive. It's not anything that you, you feel like you get from a hater. It's not anything that you get from people that's judging you. When it comes from God, it's stability. When it comes from God, it's going to last. But you got to trust God during the plan. Because when we go through plans, there's processes, there's steps, 
There's things where you feel unsure about. During that time, remember to hold on to God's unchanging hand. He's not going to leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to change up on you. He ain't going to talk about you behind your back. He's not going to start acting funny. He's going to be with you always. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. We thank you for bringing us here. We thank you for being the God that you are, the provider, the healer, the protector. God, we just ask you to bless all the listeners under the sound of my voice. Let us be able to go to new levels this year, God. Let's be able to expand our territory, enlarge our territory to new airwaves, to, to new listenership, to, to new countries, to, to new cities, to new networks. God, we just ask you to just be all in everything that we do at Anointed Radio, God. God, we ask you to let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and let us even touch somebody with the hardest heart so they can say, what can I do? to be saved bless every listener that's listening to me now or listen to me listen to me later that they can be blessed coming and blessed going that their household can see a change that any type of attack spiritual that you will block it that you could really make an intimate setting for them to really know who you are God, I just ask you to intervene, give them new revelations, financial breakthroughs, give them all the things so that they can start to focus on you and their relationship. So, God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we give you all the glory and all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jalen. Like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jalen on all social media platforms. You can see it on the screen. Anointed Jalen, Jalen, J-A-Y-L-O-N. I don't know why people love to put the E, but it's with the O. Jalen. Everybody, make sure you go and follow me at all social media platforms. If you want to get any of my music, you can follow my music on all those music streaming platforms. Jesus, you make me happy. Renew my praise. My team rep, Jesus. Uh, slip away. Wake up, bless. All those good hits you could be able to find on um, all those streaming platforms and places like that. Um, welcome to the new year of Anointed Radio. So much stuff is, has taken place. Um, if you did not know, we came into the end of last year going into television if you didn't know that now you know make sure you download the roku app the anointed radio network roku app we own tv y'all roku on is on every television that you can probably ask or think about so download the app we're coming soon to the fire tv um where you could be able to see all of our interviews there's movies there's shows make sure you follow us another thing that you could go check us out is on the anointed radio app on uh, Google Play and Apple Store, where you can listen to 24-hour gospel uninterrupted, where you can be able to get your praise on. Because if you didn't know in 2024, that's why a lot of radio stations are telling you to get their app. Because in 2024, cars will no longer manufacture a antenna for their cars. So go get the app. Anointed Radio app. 24-hour gospel uninterrupted. You can listen to the car and the plane at work at home when you're going through something you'll always hear something on anointed radio that'll be able to encourage you and bless you amen so with that i'm going to bring up my co-host amen 
And I have Miss Prophetess Tish. I have Miss Brittany Marley. And we have some some others that's coming in. We're going to work it a little different, you know. Uh, what, what the church say? You know, work with us. Work with us. We, we, we're going to uh, do this a little different. But Prophetess Tish, go ahead and tell the people where you can be found. Greetings, greetings, everyone. I can be found on Instagram at fervently.creations. I can be found on Facebook at Tishir. I can also be found in them clubhouse streets as Prophetess Tishir. And also you can find me on my website at www.ferventlycreations.com. What's up, everybody? You can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley, and every Tuesday on Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly.blogspot.com. And we start shooting season four or start to air season four next Tuesday. So check it us out. Hey, man, make sure y'all go check out Testimony Tuesday. It, they, there's power by people's testimony. And I'm telling you, it's a great show. Go check it out. And if you didn't, make sure you go see Forever Creations every Thursday here at Anointed Radio uh, with Prophetess Tish. And um, go follow them. They, they have a lot of things that they're doing outside of Anointed Radio. And I want you guys to stay tuned with everybody's personal ministries of what they're doing. There's some great things happening. Um, with that, um, we're going to go ahead and do a kind of a roll call. We have um, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Everybody's favorite auntie. Right now she's teaching Bible study. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, Bible study. A lot of people don't do Bible study, but she teaching Bible study. So um, definitely go check out Worship Forever One. Um, check out Clay Marvinetta, Marvinetta Clay, or all her social media platforms like that. And um, yeah, it's a lot of new changes. But why, but there's a there's something that didn't change. You could go share, like, and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and push that like button. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, um, um, those other places, share, like, subscribe, add to groups, tag to somebody. We're gonna talk, we're gonna have a conversation today. We're gonna have some announcements today. Um, and it's gonna be a good time. This is the first show of 2023. There's some great things happening. We got some great um, celebrities that's going to be lined up for this year. We have some great guests coming for this year. It's about to be lit. If you're not watching Anointed Radio, uh, tell your mom about it because she'll watch it. I'm just saying. She, she'll most likely watch it because why aren't you? Just saying. So with that being said, that's that's my first with that being said of 2023. Um, we're going to go ahead and introduce you guys um, we're going to do it into like a part two. We're going to introduce our second new co-host um, next week. But this week we're going to introduce our, our newest addition to the anointed radio team. This, this, this woman of God is a powerful woman of God. She, she's been in the community of Las Vegas doing great things. She's been part of ministries. Uh, she's been probably doing ministry since knee high to a grasshopper and she's funny. She's a comedian. She's, she's been doing her thing and she's the only person in Las Vegas with a stellar. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring our newest edition, Miss Simi. So real. Ooh. Oh, thank you for having me. But pastor Jay, I have to do one correction. 
I'm the first female to have a stellar in um, this great city. The first person is actually David Blakely. Oh yeah, my my bad, Mr. Blakely. <laughs> he been on the show before. My bad. Uh oh. Uh oh. It, it, it be all right. So, Miss Simi, where can everybody find you? You can find me uh, on Facebook at Simi So Real S O R E A L. Also on Instagram, Simi So Real. That's where you can find me. <laughs> well, tell the people a little bit about you um, and kind of some of your background, especially with you being new onto the show. Well, um, I was doing radio in the city, um, uh, a HD1 station. I was doing radio. And while I was doing radio, I had the privilege of meeting um, a lot of uh, gospel artists. Uh, I grew up here. I'm a native as far as in Vegas. Let's just say that. And so I've always been involved from a, from when I was very young in the Christian community. Um, probably about a decade and a half ago, I started doing Christian comedy where I was able to open up for some nice names like Dietrich Haddon. Um, I even opened up for some other uh, personalities and comedians such as Mike P. Um, I opened up for Vanessa Bill Armstrong and also Mr. Brown, just to name a few. I had a great time doing that. I traveled all over the country opening up, even for, you know, pastors. Dr. Jamal Bryan is one of those um, pastors. So I've had a, a great time. And I love doing Christian comedy. I love doing radio. But above all things, um, I love doing community service. And that's actually where, you know, I think I'm the happiest. Uh, I'm happiest when I'm serving. I'm happiest when I'm seeing the need is being met. And that's just like, I just love getting my hands dirty, doing, um, just serving, serving people. And that's even how I look at my Christian comedy, because there was a lot of times, I mean, people are blowing up more and they're getting paid. It really was never about that. It was about um, serving the people through laughter, because I think in these days, but especially just in the past decade or so, we've had real rough times. I mean, life can be you know, traumatizing. It could be, it could be dark sometimes. And even as, so sometimes we just have to really see how we can serve. Sometimes you don't have the ability to serve through a nonprofit or to serve through serving money, but guess what? Such as I have, I give to thee. So if I can crack a joke and make you laugh and feel good and encourage you um, using the word, I'll do that too. So that's, uh, you know, a little bit about me. I've I've hope I've helped churches and um, through working with the radio, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of gospel artists, a lot of independent gospel artists, as well as um, a lot of established uh, gospel artists, and that's been really really fun. So here I am today on Anointed Radio. We're happy to have you. It is a long time coming. We appreciate you coming on with us and accepting the position with to be with us. Um, one thing I definitely want to ask, I'm going to kind of interview a little bit, is what is the biggest flaw of the modern day independent artists? Um, I think one of the biggest flaws is the marketing aspect for um, independent artists. I, I've learned a lot in working with people that are 
a lot more experienced in radio than I am. And one thing, there's a group and I can't, I won't say names, but they produce really, really good music. They're independent artists. They work in a team. The marketing strategy was a little iffy. They tightened that up, which was good. Um, but always it's usually the marketing. Like, how are you getting your music out there? A lot of artists are still doing, believe it or not, CDs. Uh -oh. um, for the generation <laughs> that's under 40, pretty much, they don't want to purchase CDs. So I'm going to need you to find some other way some other tools to to market and to promote yourself and it's not good enough you getting on facebook saying hey everybody meet me next wednesday at the um applebee's you know at four o'clock uh no this is just not not good marketing so i think the marketing is the biggest piece and but secondly making sure not saying that and i don't i don't do the judgment piece but i will say this making sure that if you're advertising yourself as an artist that does like hip hop or something like gospel hip hop, then when somebody goes to your page, we don't want to see working and twerking. So, I mean, it has to kind of line up, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I mean, that, that's been the, the two biggest things that I've seen. And um, those are big things. So marketing and make sure that your brand your sound, what you're producing lines up with your social media. Exactly. See that that's powerful because as a lot of people, when they get into the music industry, they, they don't take it fully serious. You know, when you start a coffee business, you wouldn't start a coffee business and get a building and a sign, but no coffee or not right. even have all your stuff documented. Everything goes hand in hand. And, you know, one thing that, I'll give a free gym out there. A lot of artists are not copywriting their music correctly. Um, and that's one thing that if you don't want your music took, and we've seen the TLCs and we've seen all the people that then told their story about how they lost, they made somebody else millions because they didn't handle their paperwork. It is important before you put any music out there. And I'm going to give this for free out there. Go to copyright.gov and register your music because you're sending your music out to radio stations. You're sending your music out to uh, uh, sync people. Sync people steal music. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. If you thinking, oh, I'm going to get on a movie or a TV show or uh, uh, whatever, they like to take things from your music. And if it's not copyrighted, they'll have a field day because they'll put somebody that they have on roster on your music with your words that you did not copyright. So again, make sure that you register your music. That be, should be the first thing you do once you finish the track um, is go to copyright.gov. Very easy. Pay 60 to 70 bucks and register your song to your name and you will get a certificate from the U.S. Congress of Copyright. To you saying that you own this song. And that's one of, of lots of things to register your music, but that I'm giving that gym. Give that gym today. If y'all y'all want more, follow me at Anointed Jalon. I'll get I'll give y'all some more gyms. With that, um, we're gonna go ahead and and we have Mr. Ben Zell Washington in the studio. And Mr. Benzel Washington is gonna go ahead and speak with us. 
What's up, Benzel Washington? Where everybody can find you. Yes, yes. You can find me on Instagram at Benzel underscore Washington nineteen nine. Sorry, ninety three. Excuse me. Repping for all the nineties babies. Oh, you can find me at uh, at Facebook. Um, also on Instagram, I do do have a podcast with my wife called Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. Again, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. Also, I do uh, all types of editing, all types of producing. So if you do need a video that needs to be edited, um, I do editing for my church. I do editing for Anointed Radio as well. So if you guys are looking for somebody to edit videos, hit me up. Uh, my uh, email is bj. 883169 at gmail.com. Amen. So, Mr. Benzel Washington, um, we we brought you back on because la- last year you got promoted to your own show. Could you tell us a little bit about that show that you got promoted to? You talking about the the new one? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, um me and Boss Barbie, you've seen her on the show. Uh we have a new show coming out. Uh, we're going to be talking about all about sports. It's called Anointed Radio Sports. Uh, we're going to be reporting. We're going to be recording. We're going to be analyzing, uh, going back and forth, you know, debate desk style, just talking about uh, sports in uh, in the Las Vegas area. We have a lot of uh, uh, sponsors that we are working with uh, to uh, to go out there to the stadium, see the games, analyze the games, and just have fun, turn up. Amen. So you hear it now, a new show has birthed from Anointed Radio Show, and it will be starting in the beginning of February. It's going to be a lot of stuff coming up, and that is when all the sports ramp back up so that I'm telling you, it's going to be fire. If you like, we already canceled Skip. I did. I'm just saying. If you need a new show, and Shannon, if you want to come over, I'm just saying. Shannon Sharp, I got you. I got you. Come over to the show. Um Boss Barbie and Ben are definitely going to have you knowledgeable and entertained. Because if you would have saw Ben and Boss Barbie with this Alabama game, it it, it was it was something else. And 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 yes, Alabama sir. lost. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> Prophet Tish almost cut off the show. I'm not I, was, I, I was about to leave the whole studio just like straight unplugged. Like I was gonna snatch my cord out and everything. Like Jay, Jay, I'm gonna tell you something. The energy that happened after the show when it was leading up to the uh, the Saturday game was was phenomenal. I want to bring that same energy to that to that show because that show. I mean, if there was a camera to like hear me and and, and Prophetess Tish and Boss Barbie going back and forth, it would have been it would have been must see TV. So we we try to bring that to that show. Amen. <laughs> So you already know it's about to be something to watch. So make sure you do it. It will be on the Roku. It will be on Facebook Live. It will be on YouTube, Twitter, all those good places. So make sure that you guys stay tuned for Anointed Radio Sports coming soon to your TV, your Facebook, your YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, We're going to have a conversation. I've been seeing a lot of – and there's two things I want to conversate about. First thing I want to conversate is – what do you want to leave personally into 2022 and not bring into 2023? And then this would be an open conversation dialogue. And the second one is how to properly give someone feedback. Because one thing that I've realized, especially in the church, for your glory. <laughs> one thing that I've realized in the church is that <laughs> a lot of people could do criticism, but they don't 
They don't know how to give feedback. There's a difference between criticism and feedback. And if you don't know the definition of feedback, before we go into this, um, definition of feedback is you're supposed to give one good thing that they're doing and some, and then the next thing is where they need to improve. You're talking about an AAR, three ups, three downs? My bad. Okay. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, so um, we're going to just. Yay. You sure? Mm-mm. Okay, I knew it. I, I kind of figured that. <laughs> so, um, just kind of open up, uh, open up the floor for everybody. What is something that you want to leave in 2022? Um, one thing I need to, I need to, and I'm going to work very hard on leaving in 2022 is looking at myself as a grasshopper in my own eyes. Um, looking at everybody else as, as their giants, you know, just like they was getting ready to go into the, uh, into the Atlanta Canyon and they had seen uh, the people and they was just like, you know, we look like grasshoppers to them. And so a lot of times I look at myself as a grasshopper to everyone else and I devalue myself and I count myself out. Um, I can't tell y'all how many times I have uh, took myself off my own program mentally just by looking at uh, the people that are, are speaking and coming to the to the conference and stuff. And I say, you know, hey, I'm not worthy to to be on this program. It's my program. It's I'm the visionary. It's, it's, it's my but I because I devalue myself or I look at myself as a grasshopper. I look at myself as as um, as as small as something small and and so it's that balance of having humility being humble not being prideful but also walking in boldness and knowing who, who you are so i have to learn how to balance that and and not look at myself as a as a grasshopper so um that is something that i have to leave um in 2022 that's good that's good um for me it's kind of something similar to yours, but not looking as a grasshopper to other people, but kind of just to myself. So I guess what I would leave is doubt um, and just really believing that I am, you know, who God says that I am and being sure of that. Um, like I said, as far as you saying the grasshopper analogy, uh, it's just kind of like, I guess not comparing myself to other people, but not comparing myself to who people have told me all of my life that I am that just does not align with, you know, who God says that I am. So it's that constant kind of battle, but um, we're winning this year in 2023. <laughs> uh, so that's what I believe. Just doubt, fear, um, being hesitant, speaking up more. Um, yeah. Just being who God called me to be. Amen. Ben. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I found myself in 2022, and this kind of plays into Brittany Marlowe, what she was saying, is just having that confidence to step out on faith. Um, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of us, uh, we want to do things, but we're so scared of, well, what if it doesn't work? Or what if, uh, you know, I step out on this and it doesn't turn out the way that I want to? And I feel like for me, it's more or less believing and trusting God and stepping out on faith with a lot of things in my life. Um, I feel like a lot of things that kept me, I guess, hesitant to step out, I'm, I was fighting with, but in 2023, I'm conquering and I'm making it, 
I'm making it a goal of myself to conquer those fears and conquer those those unknowns, you know, because you when you step out on faith, you know, God, that's when God shows up, shows up big and shows up bright. And I feel like for me, you know, being in 2023, I feel like it's the year of just uh, of just stepping out of my faith and being more confident in myself, being more uh, willing to try new things. Um, I know going into, you know, 2020, you know, I know we had the COVID COVID year where, you know, a lot of people were in the house. So some people were in the house and got complacent. Um, some people got in the, were in the house and, 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 you know, decided to try something different. But for me, I feel like for me, it was more of the complacency side. Whereas in I'm in the house, you know, there's nothing I can do. Let me just be complacent about what I'm going to do. Let me just stay in my bubble. But in 2023, I felt like that's the year to change that. Um, stop that complacency to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kind of big piggyback off of Ben before I forget my train of thought. Um, so one of the things is just like the fear about the fear component. I think one of the things that we have to do is trust God's character, really like knowing that he's not going to just throw you out there. He's not trying to set you up to fail to make you look stupid and just trusting who he says you is. And I was on a prayer call before, you know, this uh, we got on the show and we were just talking about those types of things, what we were praying about and what we were believing God for. And one of the things that um, the pastor says, she was saying, once you partner with God, you know, or once you have the confidence that God is partnering with you, then you should have the full confidence to go ahead because he's already laid it out for you. And once you move into that obedience um, and take the steps that, the, that he's asked you to take, you really don't have to worry about failing, which I know that we do. But if God's like saying go, you know, he's already pretty much has gone ahead of you and he's with you as you get to the spot that he's already prepared for you. So I think it's just trusting his character and all these things that I'm telling you, I'm telling myself too. So yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. You yeah. know, I just, I just love what you all are saying. And I think um, the, a lot of that has to do with, you know, your desperateness in God, you know, in 2022, in 2022, I experienced a lot of heartache And, you know, for me, it was heartache. I was engaged. And then I had to, you know, all the things say, you know, having a planned a wedding and having to counsel that um, a little under two weeks before the actual wedding and um, purchasing a whole home and taking out retirement money for someone who I thought was fasting and being having a consecrated life. Um, there was a lot of uh, getting two promotions in one year. Actually, I ended up getting three promotions in one year and having a lot of people jealous of me. Um, you know, people are always jealous. They don't want what you go through. And a lot of times um, people of God that are multi-talented, and I could tell you all are on this line, um, when you are you think out of the box and you're really a giver and you really love people and you really have a sense of humility, you never really look like anything that you're going through. People can't tell. And so that's why they assign to you confidence and this and that. And you're like, in your eyes, you're like, what, who are you looking at? But when God favors you and he loves you and he awards you because according to your righteousness, which is not your righteousness, but your heart and your pure heart to serve him, not be perfect, but you have a pure heart to have a relationship and to serve him. And there's a level of humility that you have. God gives you favor because he that humbles himself, God abases. He will, I mean, God elevates him that humbles himself, right? But him that, the person that elevates himself, God will humble him, right? He'll base him. So he'll bring them, him down. So a lot of times people look at you and 
they're like, look, they look like they got everything going. Look how confident they are. That's that's God. They're seeing God. They're seeing the things that you don't see about yourself. They see it. The reason why you don't see it is because you feel it and you filter it through how your emotions are. You're filtering how you see yourself through your emotions. But everybody's on the outside like, look at them. Wow. <laughs> you know? And so um, for me, I just, I just say all that I think with all the heartache, the way I would tie it in with what you all said is the heartache and um, of a lot of the things that I went through with jealousy and phys physically getting my heart broken. I got my heart broken in the relationship and then I got my heart, heart broken with people that a lot of times when you hear the word Christian, you will assign attributes to someone that they may not necessarily have. And um, that reality it really, I think I was just like, it just gut checked me. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I, that's, I was not expecting that. So holding all of that in, I end up being diagnosed with lupus, holding everything in on top of it. And it was at that time that I was so desperate and I was hurting on the inside. I was hurting on the outside. I had to call on the prayer warriors. And after three panels of blood, I was told by the rheumatologist I no longer had lupus. <laughs> Shortly after that, the diagnosis. And um, one thing that I had to do was in my brokenness, brokenness and, and that heartache on the inside and the outside, what it did was it caused me to be so desperate for God. And in my inability to help myself, all I could do was like, <laughs> Take hot baths, take hot showers, take ibuprofen, put Maybelline on, put L'Oreal on, put my favorite clothes on, put some perfume and act like everything was okay. I was so broken. I had to trust God. I had to see myself as he seen me because I was too hurt. I mean, I just, my senses were so off because I was so broken. And in doing so, um, I developed a newfound confidence because my confidence now is 100% in God. When you're sitting at home and you know you can't even move your muscles unless God give you the ability to do it, you don't have anybody to depend on but God. When you put your makeup on and 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 you know you look like you go, got it going on, but you have a 12-year-old and you have to keep working and stuff, all you have is God. And that caused me to not, that caused me to really be delivered from people. It caused me to be delivered from them and what they thought. It caused me to even be delivered and it caused me to even be forgiving of how they felt about me not understanding. And it caused me to put everything that I have and everything that I am on God. And I'm telling you, when he healed me, I said, I'll owe you everything. It feels so good to not care. I don't, I didn't say it didn't hurt. Nope. I didn't say that it didn't hurt, but it feels so good to not care. It feels so good to give the control over to God. Like, you know, God, I can't believe they still talk about me. Now I don't care that they still talk about me. But what they said, that really hurt my feelings. That did hurt my feelings, but it's not going to stop anything. But it's a newfound freedom. It was a newfound freedom. So in 2022, I'm leaving behind brokenness and I'm leaving behind heartache and I'm clinging on to God because he is what works. Even when I didn't work, God still worked. So now I'll move in God and it feels so much better. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm going to be quiet because y'all know she didn't fire me up. So I'm going to be quiet. So, Jay. Amen. Well, I guess I'll go. 
man, I should have went first. I, I know because you got to go after that, and I'm telling no. you. So I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I, I, go ahead, I'm, y'all. I feel the fiber. Let's do this. Well, one thing I want to say because I get started, I'm gonna get in trouble. But so, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Amen. So what I will leave in 2022 is this um, dimming down my own light and making God seem like he's a liar um, because I'm acting to, you know, everybody thinks that when, oh, I'm being humble. Well, if God did it for you, why are you not showing God did it for you? Because you mad to somebody else that ain't did the praying, the fasting, the, the, the sacrifice and all the different things that are required that God asked you to do so that he could elevate you. I I've always kind of held myself to a standard where I was like, no, I don't want to be so showy or like, I remember even one time, like it was nothing but God where I was able to buy my car that I needed because the, previous pickup truck i had and been no with no no ac or heater in the city of las vegas for how many four years i drove that faithfully and i bought a new car and i didn't even want to post it because i knew that instant hate instant judgment Oh, here he goes showing off again. But I, I wanted to post and say that if you trust God, look what God could do. There was even a, a, a testimony where I, I saw that a car that I got repossessed during the recession. And y'all know how long ago that was. I got my money back for the car. You can't tell me that ain't God. And it's just like, I'm no longer hiding in the shadows of what God has done for me. I'm going to start showing that to people because a lot of people don't stand on what God is doing. So they don't really trust the evidence of God around them because a lot of things that God is doing in people's life, they really don't believe it. They really don't believe the hope that they, they preach. They don't really believe the faith that they saying because they're, they're so consumed based off. Well, if I, cause I'm going to tell you this and I'm walking, I'm saying this on that. As And I, in 2022, accepted the gift of prophecy. And I have ran. I'm saying this on in front of everybody. I don't talk about this. My pastor began on me about this. And I ran from the gift of prophecy because of what people will say. People going to distance themselves. And if you really know about prophets, like prophets Tish and I have had these conversations, um, prophetess and prophets have a lonely life because if you're truly anointed by God, it ain't about a car because God don't care about no car, no job, no money. He cares about your soul because if your soul ain't right, he ain't going to give you material things. And in 2022, I'm going to stop running and stop being in fear of what God gives me to say. I'm going to speak what God say. I'm going to, to stand on my faith and I'm going to make sure that what God blessed me with, I'm not going to be embarrassed about it. I'm actually show what God is doing in my life because if that's why some people ain't coming to church because they looking at your life. They're like, man, your life ain't no different than mine. Let's be real. That's what there's people watching you that you don't know, but because you're being so modest about what your life is really like, they're not getting your testimony. They're not seeing how God works. They'd be like, man, if, if God could do it for them, 
then he could do it for me. But if they don't see what God is doing for you, how can that be a testimony? There's power in the testimony. And I know in 2022, I am unapologetically going to stand on my faith and walk into the calling that God called me because God called me to, to be more than, than what I am doing. That's why I'm joining and going back to school. There's nothing wrong going back to school. That's I'm, 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 I'm writing with prophetess Tish. I would have never did this in past years. I'm gonna let y'all know. Um, I, I got education, not education. I got education. So I, I text like I write. So I, I, I definitely we got you. trusting God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Trusting God in this process. But I, I definitely encourage somebody that's out there to know that despite of what you've been told as a child, despite what you've been been labeled as, God didn't call the qualified. He made them qualified. So make sure you stand on the faith that God has put you because people are going to see your life and know who you were previously. And they're going to be like, that's nothing but God. But you can't be ashamed of it. So that's what I would leave in 2022. Amen. You, so, said, you said people see um, see who, who we were previously. And of course, you know, both of us knew each other prior to our, our walk. Um, but I think sometimes we have to be transparent like Simi was and kind of say, this is what I went through while I was still believing and trusting in God that my, my body was afflicted with, with the pain. Um, and so I, I, I had a, I had a similar story as Simi's for as a time that I had went through and in my body, they thought it was, uh, it was actually conversion disorder, but my body, I was going through the symptoms of MS. And so it was days where I would get up and I could not walk. It was days that I'd get up and I could not talk. I could not see, but for so far, you know, and so, but people need our stories. People need us to be transparent enough to say, this is what I'm not fixing to put on a, a mask today. Today, I'm not fixing to, to make myself up and act like I'm like I'm going through. Because sometimes as Christians, as believers, they need to see that we go through too. And because, and once they see that we're going through, they need to see how we go through. And that, is, that I think is what makes the big difference sometimes because people on the outside, they look and they think, Oh, well, they don't understand or, you know, are, are, are they, they don't, they can't relate, but let, we need to sometimes unmask and say, I can relate. I'm going through stuff. 2022 served me hell, hell, uh, trials and tribulations on a civil platter. By the time I finished chewing one thing, someone else was getting served to me and it was coming back to back to back to it to the point to where it almost became not almost I, I was actually laughing at the stuff because I'm like oh okay this was going on this week like it, that's how bad it was coming Christmas day I woke up and um and I just started playing Ty Tribute's victory over and over and my husband he was like he was like what's up with that he was like you good and I was like I I, I can't I can't explain it. I said, but this is how I feel right now. He said, What do, what do you mean? Help help me understand it. I said, My grandma used to sing a song that they used to say, Tell me how did you feel once you come out the wilderness? And I felt like when on Christmas Day, I felt like I had came out the wilderness. I felt like I had came 
out of all I came out of the valley I had came out of it and I felt victorious on Christmas Day not not December 31st not January 1st it was on Christmas Day that I woke up and I had a a victory in me that made me feel like I made it through 2022 because 2022 2021 and 2020 tried to take me out like <coughs> I promise you 2021 was was coming from my life <laughs> you know 2021 was actually actually trying to get me to the point of, of suicide and so like to fa the fact that I went through I did go through in 2022 but I went through differently than the way I went through in 2021 so I know in 2023 I got to do something um different because just like in in, in football and football and all the other sports and stuff before they play the the opponent they have already watched the previous games that they've already played they've already watched what games you played um the the last season they've already sit up there and studied the play clips so the enemy has already seen how i handled 2022 he's seen how i was handling 2021 he's seen how i handled 2020 so that lets me know that in 2023 i need some trick plays in 2023 i need a whole new playbook i need to do something totally different than what I've been doing because I plan on moving and I plan on elevating in a way that I never I never elevated before. I'm planning on, as I was saying earlier, not being that grasshopper in my own eyes because that's one of the ways that he kept me down to keep me from being that prophet that was called called to me because uh, <laughs> it does take a lot. It does take a lot. I don't care what anointing, what title you have. I don't care if it's a CEO. I don't care if it's just the title of being a mom. It is heavy. It is a heavy title. It is a heavy calling to have. And I know that I have to do something different because he already seen the he already seen my previous plays. He already seen that if if my money get funny, I'm gonna respond this way. He already seen that if somebody came at me sideways, that I'm gonna respond this way. He's already seen certain things, and so now I need to take a play out. Jay book. I need to take a play out Britney's book. I need to take a play out Sydney's, uh, Simmy's book. And then I need to uh, take a, a play out Ben's, uh, Ben's book. And I, I need to mix all this, uh, this stuff up together to where once he come at me, he don't even know which way I'm fixing to respond. Why? Because I'm leaning and I'm gleaning and I'm, I'm changing my circle. I'm changing who I'm talking to. I'm making sure that I'm talking to. I'm going to mute my mic, y'all. Let me mute my mic. No, no, no. I was going to say, <laughs> you guys know what's good. I was going to say, you reminded me what we just talked about on the prayer call too. Um, how the weapon, you know, the weapon may form, but it won't prosper against you. And she was saying how um, part of it not prospering against you is how you show up to it, like how you respond to it. If you, with the crazy thoughts that you have, if you let them keep going, the weapon is, you're allowing it to prosper against you. But if you just shut the door, you know what I'm saying? Just shut it off. Just shut him up. <laughs> like just shut his mouth real quick. It will, it won't have the chance to prosper. It's not just God not allowing it, but some of it is on us too. And she was also saying, um, I mean, girl, the prayer call was good. I don't know. It's still on me. So I'm like bringing it to the show. Um, but she was saying, you know, the devil's going to show up and do his job. But the question is, are you going to show up and do yours? Are you going to show up and continue to pray? Are you going to show up and continue to battle? Because he's never not going to try you he's never not going to show up to do his job which is try to kill steal and destroy and take everything from you try to drive you crazy try to drive you to suicide try to take you away from what god uh from god's promises and all of these things he's never not going to be doing what he does 
So are you going to continue to do what you're doing, what you're supposed to do? Are you going to show up the way God has called you to? You are a mighty warrior, Gideon. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Even though you don't feel like it, that's what he's called you. And so, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, you know, one thing she said that was deep, too, is the circle that you're leaning on. Because we be getting some advice from some unsaved folks. I'm just saying. And then we wondering why we have unsaved responses. And we have to get to a point where you know who who to go to during that time. And a lot of times, I don't know if you picked it up. It's a pattern for me. So it might it might be a pattern for y'all. Um, when you're trying to call somebody, but nobody answer, that's a clear sign that God's saying, you didn't even pray about this yet. But you running your mouth to everybody else instead of even asking me about it. Like, can you sit down? Can you hold on? Can you, can you just be quiet? Can you just pray? Can you talk to me about it? Because it's like, as soon as something go bad, we quick to social media and we're quick to these, to everybody that we could talk to that could lend an ear. But God's like, what, what about me though? Like, can we talk about it? I could give you the whole playbook of what's about to go down so that you're not messing things up. Because a lot of times we get in our own way and we start messing things up. So your circle is important because your circle should be pointing you back to Jesus when you're going through these situations. Your circle should be pointing you back to say, I'm going to pray for you. Did you pray about that? Like if, if, you're, if, you, if your circle, your intimate circle that you're dealing with when you're going through hard times didn't even at least say, did you pray about this before you came to me? That's a clear kind of sign that you're in a circle that don't pray to self because that should be the first thing to, like, you know, that's cool. I hear it, but did you pray about that? Because a lot of times, if you, I, I learned this in anger therapy, don't judge me. Um, if you let the situation age out and you think about it, then you could think about it more clearly. You could think about it less emotional. You could think about it without having a rash response. And sometimes that's what a lot of us, and I'm talking just to Christians right now because worldly people, y'all going to figure it out. But at the end of the day, as, us as Christians, we have to understand that we have to find a balance. Having a prayer life, fasting, reading the word are tools. And it's like we take these tests that God give us. And because you haven't prayed, because you ain't read your word, because you haven't fast, you are failing. Like I, I preached a word that said we got to stop having these remedial classes. Because we keep getting into the same thing. How, how many years you've been dealing with the same thing? And, and then you'd be like, it's people, it's people. I'm cutting them off. I, I love hearing people say that. But I'm like, but you're the common denominator out of all these people you keep cutting off. I'm just saying, when's the last time you got to the point to say, you know what? I need to fix me right quick. Maybe I'm, I'm too oversensitive because when we get hurt, when we get burned, like if you ever dealt with a burn, a burn injury, it's overly sensitive. You can't hardly move it. You can't touch it. It can't be in certain temperatures. That's how we are with people. As soon as one person that had nothing to do with the, the other people around in your life, we take it out on everybody that's near us. We're like a ticking time bomb where we're to a point where we're like, ah, oh, I'm just, I'm done. I don't want to deal with it. Well, it's time to stop being oversensitive. Because we're not supposed to rely on emotions. And the Bible says emotions are like the ocean. It ebbs and it flows. There's, there's no stability in just leading on emotion. You have to sit there and think clearly. 
And how you think, how can you think clearly by sitting there, take a moment, meditate and pray. And one thing that um, a preacher said here in Las Vegas, I'd never forget it. He said that it's very hard to, to hate somebody you pray for. It takes a lot, but it's pretty hard to hate somebody you pray for. Cause that hate will turn into sympathy. Like they must be really going through something. And a lot of times these people that come at you sideways are most likely assigned to you. I've learned that the hard way. Cause every time somebody came and cussed me out, came rah, 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 they was assigned to me. And if I matched their energy, nothing got done. But if I sat still and just simply ask, what you going through? You good? Like, do you need a hug? Like, let's go talk. They break down because as, as a sign, we supposed to not be the people that are like the worldly people. Like, man, I'm gonna turn up on you. No, we supposed to be different. We're not of this world as a, as that saying says, right? So it's, it's, it's deep for me when I think about with your circle, because you have to know who to talk to for each situation. You have a, a circle. A lot of people have a lot of inner circles. We kind of look like the Olympics, like how you have all those little circles that's intertwined with each other. You got people for church. You got your your, your uh, school people. You got your, your at work people. You got all these different circles. But you got to know in each one of those circles who to go to when you know you're about to lose yourself. And you know that they can be trusted because a lot of times you talking to the main person you're talking to and you definitely felt like nothing went right. They talk, told all your business as soon as y'all got off the phone. You know what, Pastor Jay, but I also think that a lot for a lot of believers that are mature, you know, when we're younger, we do tend to have a lot of people around us. But as you mature in your walk, you really don't have as many people around you and you're not as open. Unfortunately, boundaries, we a lot of Christians, uh, we establish our boundaries later after we've been traumatized after we've had levels of betrayal, only usually then do we say, hey, you know what? I was friendly to everybody. I would speak to everybody, but now I will be um, cordial, but I'm not going to have deep conversations. I'm not going everywhere. I'm not hanging out with everybody and I'm not speaking to everybody, not about things going on with me. And I think a lot of times, especially in this last year, there's been a lot of people assigned to us to be distractions. I don't think um, these people have been around us because, you know, we are necessarily assigned to them. But I, because I feel like we're really near our end days. The enemy has really sent distractions our way and he's packaged them real, real nice. He's packaged them as um, friends. He's packaged them as, you know, somebody that supposedly was a mentor or a prayer warrior. And I mean, he's trying to get us off our game. And that is so that when we're hurt, you know, who do we do? We Sometimes when we're hurt, we don't call on God first. We call on other people and then he used them as a distraction. So I think most of us don't have those big circles anymore. We have those small circles. But at, ultimately, at the end of the day, um, we have to have those conversations with God. We have to have conversations with him. And I found that because I have my same best friends of 32 and 34 years the same two best friends that I had back then because I prayed back in middle school. I have them. I have them now. 
I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people I know, but I don't have a lot of friends. So I think that I, I, I do think that ultimately at the end of the day, we're not assigned to everyone. I think they're serving us some good lessons. I think they're they're challenging our our uh, fruit of the spirit is our fruit well because they challenge that. And I think they almost draw us closer to God because the things that they do, the level of betrayal is so like, it's so unreal that you have to go to God. You're like, God, oh my goodness. And then we start to have that conversation that he wanted us have, to have with them, him initially. Now I'm, I'm bruised and I'm, I'm, I'm tore up. Okay, God, let me come to you. I can't be telling all my business and telling people, even all your blessings. You got to be careful with that. You got to tell, you got to be careful when you sick in your body. When I was sick in my body, um, when I was suffering for that short amount of time. Can't um, tell everybody. You can't tell them because they send the spirit of witchcraft. You have to be careful. You have to have healthy boundaries. And you do have to understand that in these last days, there's a lot of distractions, many distractions, and we have to be discerning. So it's like, yeah. no, I can love you. I can pray for you. I can fast for you and I can intercede for you. But baby, please don't start calling me up on the telephone, trying to get all my personal business and know what's going on. No, God would have shown me if we were signed like that. I have enough yeah. friends. You nice. But guess what? Um, I, You have not been tried. You have not been tested. I don't know. I know what you present. But I'm not sure who you are. And I mean, I might be talking from personal experience, but as a person that, you know, a lot of people that are believers, we so trusting my Lord. Woo! We so trusting. We'll believe you. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry that happened to you. You didn't have no money. Then next thing you know, you see them, you know, girl, they smoked up all that money. They smoked weed. They gamble. I gave them $150 my last money. I mean, we just have learned some things. We have learned to be as wise and harmless yeah. as, as wise as a serpent, as harmless it's as a dove. A dove. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I could say onto that, and when, what I meant by a sign, it could be at that moment yeah. because you could be the only Jesus they see. What happened if they leave that situation, they dealt with you and it wasn't about Jesus and and the last witness that they could see of Christ and you was a representation of Christ. It, it didn't show nothing about Christ because well, you know, one thing that I, I find out when I'm witnessing to people, people say, I get the bad representation of Christ and I don't want to do to the people I see that follow Christ. Wow. Yep. I was um, Christmas break talking with my, my brother and you know, we have to even even with them, we actually have to learn how to come on their level. So being being, as you saying, knowing that sometime we can be the only representation they see. I preached a whole sermon about David off of 50 cents. Many men broke broke the whole whole I thing. Like, I definitely want to hear that. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> believe it or not, it's a weird gift that I have to where I can hear a rap song and I can. I can relate it to a, a Bible uh, story and I can give you a whole and but because I was able to do that and he sat there and he listened to the whole thing he was like I like that I like that that's good but he got a sermon in the process he got he got a, a quick sermon in the process just because I took the time to say okay hold on but I think 
2023, and I know we got to get out of here, but in 2023, our fasting has to be different. Some of us, we have fasted so long and to not eat and turn our plate away it's gotten so easy that now we have to learn how to fast from people, fast from social media, fast from from different things. Um, I, the these five and fifteen minutes and the even hour long prayers, the same amount of the prayers that you was doing in twenty twenty two, is not going to sustain you in twenty twenty three. You're going to have to increase your prayer time. You're going to have to increase your Bible reading. The the uh, the reading a Bible verse a day, or let me see what my Bible verse today is. That's not going to do it in twenty twenty two. I mean, in twenty twenty three, it might have it might have sustained you in twenty twenty two, but it's not going to sustain you in twenty twenty three. It's not going. It's not going to sustain you for the level of elevation that all of us are about to obtain, that all of us are going to reach because we're going to have to continue to feed off the word. We're going to have to learn to turn, not only turn away our plate, but we're going to have to learn to turn away our, our ears and close our eyes on some things and, and say, you know what, let me get into the presence of God. But a lot of times we do not do that. We're going to have to learn to say, let me, let me put this phone down for a minute. Let me, let me get off TikTok. Let me get off Facebook. Let me not answer that phone call. Let me fast from some people um and this is and so i can hear the voice of god so then that way once my ears do open up my eye gates do open up i'm able to discern um the spirit behind what they're actually saying because i have been i've been hearing the voice of god so much to where i i once they open their mouth i understand what's god and what's flesh i understand what's them and what somebody else i understand it you wasn't sent to me as an assignment you were sent to me as a distraction or that you were sent for me as a season, or you're someone passing through that I'm just supposed to help till the ground in, or that I'm just supposed to drop a seed in, or you're someone here that's a little bit long-term and I'm gonna have to pour some water out onto you, that I'm to pour into you, or, or that I'm supposed to give you an impartation. But in order to do that, we're gonna have to start doing our part. We're gonna have to move differently in 2023. I'm gonna I, got, I, I got to say this, I, I, I'm opening the floor. I, I might run away after I say this. Um, so what I would say is this. I see in 20, in the 2020s, as I could say now in the church culture, when it comes down to like back when I was a kid, when somebody was like a mother or a minister or a deacon or whatever, I remember just being as a teenager, they really made sure when they said, I'm a like that word assign because it is it, so many definitions and levels to being assigned to somebody. And I'm, and it's just stuck with me. And I have to say this, I feel like when it comes down to that work, nobody wants to do it no more. And, and I feel like because the people that they weren't assigned to, or they like the distractions as like Simi was saying, took up so much of their time and, and wore them out that when the true people that really don't know God, like, I think I, I was having a conversation about, about this with Simi, like the true people that come up, that's really for God, that's really needing help. That's really trying to do this for real. By the time they get to you, you already like, I'm done with people. The line is closed. Don't come over here. I'm not ready for you. I'm not trying to hear you. I feel like that's all church. Like a lot of across the board, when it comes to the true 
people that's really like the next generation, the true people that that's going to be the new Pastor Jay, the new Prophetess Tish, the new Brittany, the new Ben, the new Simi. They can lost because all these distractions of people that's drawing off of the like. And I, I look at that and it makes me sad because us as Christians shouldn't have to get to the point where we're like, man, I don't want to deal with people when it's just like there's people that's going to come to you that you're supposed to pass the torch to. We can't be like Moses and be like, I'm done with people. They hard headed. They didn't listen. We've been we walked in all this time and never could pass the torch down because you are so fed up with people where I'm like, but there could have been a person that was fed up with you because it didn't take one take for uh, Pastor Jay. It took a mother, uh, uh, an elder. It took a pastor. It took a lot of stuff to get me where I am today. And it took work. It took them dealing with my attitude, my cussing spirit, my smoking spirit, my, uh, my, my Jezebel spirit, everything that was in me while I was coming into church. They dealt with that. And they didn't just say, I gave up on him because he just not getting it. He just not getting it. That's something I feel like is lost, a lost form in the church today. Because so many people are so hurt that they, we, and, and, and let's say real, COVID did not help it. We got real, real to ourselves after COVID. And we start reflecting and, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of bad to start reflecting on some aspect because then you start looking at, man, remember how much time I spent with, and with Mr. Johnson, if I could have had that time and money back, then you start getting bitter. Then you start getting sore. And it, and my, and I, I'm really, I really get sad for the person that's really trying to get out of their situation. That's really trying to find hope. And the person that's supposed to be assigned to them, the mentorship, the the help, the love, because they might not get love at home. There's a lot of people that they come to church. They're looking for we, we say we the people of love, right? Children of love. We believe a God that's of love. But how much love is being given? That's why I, said I wanted to run away, because I just feel like that's something that is a whole different topic that could go probably for a while, like in depth. But I, I just wanted to put that out there so people could start thinking about it. And it, when we call ourselves a Christian, it ain't just because we follow, we follow the word. We got to follow the actions because Jesus didn't care about where you were at. He didn't care how many times you failed. Shoot, you failed right now. Somebody out there failed right now. And Jesus didn't be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Like, that's us that do, oh, I'm done. But if you think about how many times you failed and Jesus didn't give up on you, what gives you the nerve to give up on somebody else because they failed? Everybody got a bad day. That's why I tell people it is easier to forgive than to hold grudges. Amen. With, with, with that, see, we just, we'll go ahead and close with, with that one. Um, I, I just challenge everybody in this new year. Don't hold on to all the stuff that you didn't picked up. Don't be a bag lady of 2022 come bringing all this stuff into 2023. Start letting some of that stuff go. Start really letting that stuff go because that's how you truly can heal those wounds, those stabs, those, those cracks, because then you could be able to see people for people again, instead of people for what mess they might bring to you. 
So I challenge you to be able to start letting go and truly, tr truly start seeing people with the eyes of God, of how God see you. We should be doing the same thing because I'm telling you, we ain't perfect. I know I'm not. I'm speak for self. I know I ain't perfect. And I thank God for giving me multiple chances that he's given. And I don't want to ever be on the other end of, of man, a whooping from God because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So that's why I challenge what, what would be all your guys' last words. We didn't even get to the feedback because just leaving stuff in 2022 was just so deep. Um, we could start anybody. Y'all, whoever wants to go first, what would be your last parting words? I'll go first. Um, you know, uh, when I first came on this show, what was it about like maybe a year and a half ago? Right there? You know, I, uh, where I was spiritually to where I am now is like, a big difference and I feel like this show and the people that's on this show and and you Pastor Jaylon I feel like you guys had big influences because you might see me being silent but I'm not tuning you out I'm listening um Simi I, I man I'm 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 mad because it's my last show because I can hear you I can let you and Prophet Tish go back and forth all day because I'm just hearing gems like everywhere you know uh, with being a young person in my faith i feel like you know people we need people like you guys uh, people that 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 are the uh the older than us but wiser than us can get us through those tough times can give us some gems to kind of you know navigate this crazy world uh that we're in um my last thing i probably want to you know leave you know this show with is just you know keep that as you guys go on with the show keep dropping gems keep on pressing on even though it might seem a little bit hazy even though you might have to go through you know life changes and and, and like pastor jaylon said the ebbs and flows of your of your um of your emotions keep that because i love that about you um i love that you know you guys have a good word every time i'm on here and 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 doing that um and i challenge you i challenge you challenge somebody out there uh, to tell tell somebody about Jesus, uh, understand that 2023, even though 2022 ended, it might not have been the best year for you, but make 20 make 2023 better, uh, any way you can. And please, 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 I challenge you to tell somebody so, tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. Okay. <laughs> you gotta rush all all at once. Go ahead, Simi. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading in my word. Um, I, I like to read. I like to read and I like to marinate and just kind of like look at the same scripture or the same chapters, the same book for like a month. And, um, you know, I used to meditate on this, the scripture where it says a man will reap, he'll reap what you sow. Sorry, you'll reap what you sow. And then um, I remember something in the word where it says do be not overcome with evil but overcome evil with good bless those who persecute you bless them and curse them not and um then when i read that i was because i was like i told you guys i was hurt and i was just shocked by some things that i think i was very naive actually 
I thought I was a lot smarter than I was. We always think we're a lot of uh, more, we're further than we really are. You know, God's like, uh uh-uh, nah, you don't know all that. And um, I read a scripture and it really hit me and it said, it said, um, God delivered me because he delighted in me. And so I think um, just moving away from just moving forward in things, it's just that um, I, I think it's so good for us to move in a way when it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter um, what anybody sees. The way we move is God delighted in the way we move. Because when he's delighted in the way we move, he delivers us from fear. He delivers us from heartache. He delivers us from things that try to overcome us. He delivers us because he's delighted in us. And so um, I just say all that. And I'm I'm sad you're leaving, Benzel, but you're going on to, to better. And the Bible does declare our ladder shall be greater. Our ladder shall be greater. So I'm just excited. And um, I don't cling. I'm not. I have a hard time. A lot of us will have a hard time holding grudges. Our lives are usually too busy and we really usually don't have the capacity to hold something that that harsh. But I'm just believing that the ladder, the ladder of anointed radio will even be better. It will be even greater than what was before. And we also will become better versions of ourselves in God. Amen. 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 Um, I'm just going to reiterate. Hey, he has already seen your playbook. The enemy already seen how you played 2022. And he said, okay, 2022, I did everything that I could to break this person. And they're still standing. And so, that you know, he he, he looked at which way you moved. He looked at the which way you worshiped. He looked at the way that you praised. He looked at the way that you praised. He looked at, um, he looked at who you called on. He looked at how you fasted. 2023 do something different switch your game up um and so that is what i leave you with with being um from the bottom of my heart i just like to just look at you and just say roll tide roll tide <laughs> i thought i was about to be something i love you something dear something i'm gonna miss you dearly that was the, love, man, from the bottom of my heart hey, I, I, I love you too. ever seen that whatever. was I love that. That, that was, was that was slick though. That's real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's harsh. Mm. Uh. Um, well, for me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what I would just say to everybody is what I always say is to continue to trust God and hold on to your faith. It's the one thing that the devil wants to steal from you. Uh, he wants to take your faith, wants to take your belief. Um, he wants to steal every promise that God has given to you. So just continue to stay in prayer and trust him. And Ben, I love you. <laughs> and <laughs> it's been a pleasure um, working with you for the short time that I just got here. Um, yeah. And I'll be tuning into your sports episodes and all of that. Your sports show, you and Boss Barbie. I'm gonna miss Boss Barbie. I'm gonna miss Boss Barbie too. Shout outs to Boss Barbie. Shout out to Boss Barbie. Definitely prayers for her. Have a full uh, recovery. I know she had a surgery. Don't want to really bother her that much while she's recovering. She had a, a big surgery, but she's gonna be out there balling again. And 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 being on the show with Ben. It's going to be very interesting. So I can't wait. Um, one thing I want to do before I say my final send off is that make 
sure that you follow us on all podcast platforms. We are on all podcast platforms except title because y'all know my old phrase, but we're not going to bring that into 2023 because we on Roku too. So if you wanted to follow us on Roku, make sure you download the Roku app on Roku. Download the Anointed Radio app on Roku. See, I said that wrong because you haven't checked Roku out yet. So go get a Roku. Amen. Because you, if you don't have it on your TV, if you got that big butt TV, the old 1989 TV, go ahead and go get your Roku a, a device and you can go and watch us on that old TV. We're not going to discriminate if you got an antenna on your TV. You could be able to watch us on that too. And um, follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to see 2023. Like I said, 2023 is just for me. If you got to proclaim that, start speaking that over yourself, it is powerful because God is about to show up in you. He's about to unlock some hidden potential that you didn't even know about. It's going to be so exciting in this year that you're not going to have time to worry about all those things of 2022. So just stay encouraged, forgive and keep moving. I'm going to just put it like that. It's stop the grieving process. A lot of people are grieving for people that are still alive. And we got to get out of that because that could lead to depression. So forgive them, let it go, and keep moving. And with that being said, bye, y'all. Bye, peace. Bye, everybody. 